Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 37. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? And uh, in today's episode, we're going to discuss about um, form and technique, whether or not having 100% uh, form on a, on an exercise is necessary in order for you to progress into another version of the exercise, or is 100% form necessary in order for you to actually move up in weight in terms of a certain exercise mm-hmm. right so let's start off the discussion um i mean do you think we clients should have 100 percent form or even when you're training someone like when they're doing for example uh i don't know whatever it may be a squat yeah uh, do you think they need perfect form in order for them to move up in weight well like, let's say they're squatting 40 pounds on a goblet squat they right. do 3 by 10 yeah and then it, it's alright it's like out of 10 the form is like maybe a, a 7 or 8 okay now do you think they can move up into you know 50 pounds or 55 pounds the next time you work with them or you feel like they have to get a 10 out of 10 on the certain movement before you could progress them uh as far as weight as far as as far as weight goes um the form the form is debatable so there are a lot of different a lot of different times the person has the right form to do it they know how to do the movement they have the mobility they have the the mobility to go through the movement in their hips or ankles or whatever when it comes to a squat Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't have the mental um i guess drive to do it right sometimes right right so mm-hmm. and I, I definitely to, work with people like that as well yeah so they might not have the mental drive to go below parallel or just yeah, a little yeah. bit below parallel to make it more quality and less quantity you know right so sometimes they'll mentally just do 10 uh, quantity reps but they won't they'll be pretty bad looking they won't look as good as I want to look mm-hmm. so I won't so with that I won't progress the weight there um, or I won't progress the, progress the movement either I'll just drill in their head to be able to get lower once they get low once they're able to get lower confidently all the time that's when I start to say okay like um, you know next week we're gonna go up 5 pounds or 10 pounds and you know we're gonna do the same amount of reps for mm-hmm. the for a little heavier weight you know yeah. I also ask them too like how to feel you know mm-hmm. if it felt really hard but if their form was good each one then and I didn't have to make any corrections I didn't have to say anything like you know hips back knees out or stay tight if I had to mention any of that and it's consistent all the time, then I progress the actual movement. So I'll load it differently, you know. I can load it with, like, a, you know, a front rack kettlebell. You can load it with um, a safety bar or a barbell. If the the form is, is perfect, you know, on, on the regular goblet squat. Yeah. Um, now, on the actual squat with a barbell, um, that's a little different. Um, that isn't going to be perfect every time. Uh even if they are mentally ready to go into the movement and mentally ready to do the movement, they may not be perfect just because of just being unfamiliar with it. You know, they may, some people may want to do it and may be ready to, are confident in doing it, but they just really can't grasp it as far as that in the beginning. But I'll still have them do the movement mm-hmm. just to be able, just to hone in, hone the movement in. You know, it's almost like having somebody on training wheels. It's like they won't know how to ride without training wheels unless you take the training wheels off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's like my take on this topic. Um, I guess um, my take on it is if you don't really try to progress yourself to heavier weight, you'll never know if you can actually do the heavier True. weight. Right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like if you're always working with lighter weight and you know you could do 10 to 15 reps, 
but you never try to go heavier, you know, you don't know if your form could handle that weight. Sure. Um, and then a way I look at it is I'd rather have someone do a heavier weight and try to challenge themselves and have some progressive, some type of progression overload. If, as long as it forms like, let's say out of 10, mm-hmm. it could be like a seven or eight out of 10. Like, uh, I feel like if you've, like trying to achieve a 10 out of 10 on every single rep, yeah, yeah. every single weight yeah. that you do is, is nearly impossible. Cause like, I mean, it's possible if you, if you want to take your time and then like really not move up in weight too frequently. But I think with every new individual I work with, like, you know, as long as their form is above I would say 80 percent, like you know, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, nine out of ten. You know, you could you could progress them to the to the next weight. Sure. And I think they'll feel comfortable doing that. Um, just being a stickler about it and and saying like, oh, your your back moved a little bit, or like you didn't go down enough or just enough. Like yeah. we gotta make sure you go down just enough, or your back has to be completely straight, or like until your movement is textbook perfect i feel like that's just very hard for you to really challenge your client and and take them to the next level in terms of their fitness sure yeah i mean you can go two different ways you know you can think about like the clients you do we do have deal with general population yeah yeah if they're athletes you kind of want to make sure it's perfect because the load they're going to eventually lift is going to be really heavy and then two you have more time with them most likely anyway right yeah yeah um regular people we see them twice a week who who most of the time they sit down at desk all day long anyway so Mm -hmm. their posture is is mimicking of what they do all day you know so Mm -hmm. when you have them in the gym it's hard to really like be like a stickler or be a form police on what they on what they're doing because they're just used to being hunched over right so then if you're just a stickler all day long you never progress with anything you know, mm-hmm, you yeah, d- yeah. you'll never get anywhere. You know, because they're never gonna be perfect. That's the moment we had to realize that they're never gonna yeah. be perfect at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fitness is just a part of their life. It's not really their life. You yeah, know, yeah. and it's like they're never gonna be perfect at their at perfect at their movement. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a little tougher for us to like be so hard on them when it comes to form. Right, and mm-hmm. also like um, when you're going up in weight, your form is eventually gonna break. Right, there's True. no way you go up to heavier weight and you guys it's gonna look the same as if you were doing. Uh, a lighter weight so your form is always gonna break when you're going up in weight but i think that's okay as long as it's as long as it's safe right your form could break but as long as this this movement is still safe and the person's not injuring themselves mm-hmm. uh, i still think it's okay for them to to perform the movement sure right the last thing we want to do is just is injure them so like as long as the form is correct and there's no you know you're not gonna break your back doing the movement yeah you know if there is a little bit of backgrounding or uh, movement in the back like let's say when you deadlift I think it's okay especially when you're working up to let's say uh, and try to test someone's shoe strength mm-hmm. in terms of their uh, you know three rep max or five rep max yeah, for yeah. a lot of our clients who, uh, even if it is a one rep max for yeah. some clients yeah like you said you don't you don't really know uh, we, what you need to fix until you reach a point like I think we talked about it before where sometimes you need to kind of feel like some kind of odd like discomfort or pain to know what you have to work on, you yeah, know, uh-huh. like you won't know what you have to work on or what's your weakness um, until you reach a point where, where the weight's really heavy and then you kind of like, uh, you're, you have a little bit of a tweak somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like injuries aren't the worst thing, however. It's okay to feel it. It's okay to feel that. It's not gonna kill you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have proper like, 
ways of going about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have really, really, really bad form, your form is like a one out of ten, then yeah, then you, you shouldn't be, progress yourself, yeah. right? Like yeah. we're we're talking about if if your form is like an eight, seven, eight, nine out of ten, right? And it, it it's up there in terms of you know it, it being correct. Yeah. Then you progress yourself and then see how the the next load feels, mm-hmm. and um, you know if there's things you feel like it's off, like you feel like you're not stable. Uh, things you need to change and then look back at what you need to do in order to correct that sure yeah mm-hmm. some yeah some people uh spend too much time on like form yeah you know and they'll they'll say oh my back wasn't straight enough whatever and it's like they'll never really know their full potential as far as like what they the work they could be doing in the gym if they always just you know pull the reins back every time they feel like their form is breaking you know right. so like you could be you could you you could you could easily like look at the weight move and say wow that was easy you know and like mm-hmm. it could be uh, I know RPE four you know but they'll say oh my form wasn't the best so I, they don't want to progress ten pounds heavier for the next week mm-hmm. and then then you're just holding yourself back for more work more load over time or more work being done in the gym mm-hmm. so you're you can you never really know unless you really like get to that point where you're like you gotta take some risks in, in a way you know yeah. there's because there's a you can't really always play safe most of the clients we do have we have to be, be safe with them we have to like kind of uh, you know uh, take good care of them mm-hmm. but there's gonna be a point in time where it's gonna be it's gonna like make us nervous when they're gonna do get ready to do something you know like they're about to lift some weight they never did before right. or we have to spot them on something you know it's gonna there's gonna be some times where it just it's more thrilling to just for them to like do something they never did before mm-hmm. or something that they're not necessarily comfortable with but that's okay you know and informing that may not look the best but it's a learning process you know mm-hmm. you know the goal is for you to be able to look at that form and say okay like form wasn't the best but the goal is here to get them to do that same amount of weight with really good form for 10 reps yeah yeah you know that's like a good like way way of looking at it you know yeah yeah, and uh, I like the the way how you put it. Like, it's a way of challenging yourself, right? Yeah. If you're not, you know, challenging yourself, then what's the point of you just coming in and doing the same thing over and over, right? You're not going to progress. Sure. And also, um, I guess, to branch off from just form and being 100% correct on the form, um, a lot of people, when they're doing exercises, some people specifically do it in a certain way for form. Um, and some some may say, "Oh, that's that's not good form." Um, I feel like form for an exercise is okay. Like, there's no one way to do an exercise correctly in terms of form, as as long as the person's not injuring themselves. For example, like let's say um, a good post I saw. Like for example, let's say like um, a bench press. Right, you can have your elbows flared up mm-hmm. to the side, mm-hmm. or you can have them tucked in, or you can have them close. Mm-hmm. Right, each of them work different parts. Uh, like of your of your chest muscle, yeah, and also there there serves a purpose for each every single one of lift right close arm, sure, working more tricep, um, tucked in you know forty five degrees you're probably in a better functional bench position mm-hmm. to keep the shoulders healthy and then flared out you could you could work more your pec muscles you mm-hmm. get more of that stretch and um, you get more of the delts involved as well sure so like I feel like form is okay to change as long as the movement is still safe yeah. and the person is still safe while they do the lift for sure depending yeah. on the load right depending on what their goals are too like if someone trying to build specific muscle groups like they might be doing some wacky weird looking exercise mm-hmm. 
and the form you look at the form and say like what what type of form is that look half reps for example yeah. like someone doing half reps yeah uh, or someone doing quarter reps like for certain specific exercises to get more hypertrophy work and that might be the correct form for that type of goal but that doesn't mean um it's bad form sure right? sure sure yeah I, I i get what you mean like i like when it comes to like programming for like uh powerlifters or whatever like like i have them do like a guillotine press right if you think about a guillotine press it's not the safest movement to do for some people yeah um, but at the same time the load isn't really that heavy you know it's mm-hmm. about like 40 percent of like yeah, your yeah. max so it's yeah. fairly easy yeah um so your so your guillotine press is like your your grip is really really wide as wide as you can and you pull the bar down like a bench press down to you like where your neck is almost like a clavicle mm-hmm. they call it a guillotine like you're chopping your head off um most of the time when most people say like oh that's so bad for your shoulders but right. if the weight's really really light and you have really healthy shoulders that that movement is fine mm-hmm. you know like me for, for instance I, I bench press with my elbows flared out you know not because i'm trying to work more pecs Simply because I want the bar to be straighter when I bench press, so that I'm not, so I don't necessarily bench for function. I'm more bench for strength, you know. So there are many different ways of going about certain exercises. You just have to kind of almost ask the person why they're doing it. Sometimes, yeah, you know, like I see people, see guys do bench press and they don't bring it over to their chest, but they may just be doing it because they want more attention on their chest. And, you know, it's more of a better pump. Yeah, you don't always have to bring it to your chest. You know, if you're if you're doing it for a specific reason, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, most people, they should be following, like, textbook format in terms of, like, how their form should look, like, when they're squatting, when they're benching, uh, when they're doing certain type of exercises. But there's, like, a small percentage of people who, you know, can break those rules. I feel like if you're a general population, people, of course, like, you need to learn how to squat properly, hinge properly, just like how the textbook is, like, Mm -hmm. the picture in the textbook. But um, once you progress out of that and you really want to get really specific with your goals, then then you could break rules in terms of form and also not just form but exercises right you could be uh creative with exercises and um do something out of out of the textbook sure yeah yeah, yeah there's but nothing too wacky like nothing too instagram work yeah, 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 nothing yeah, yeah. too wacky nothing like, too wacky yeah. <laughs> yeah like there's like there's a like um i guess there's a small percentage you know like i know bodybuilders who squat just parallel because you can do more reps when you do parallel, you know. Mm-hmm. If you go below parallel, that minimizes the amount of reps you can do. You could you you're losing out on probably five to ten reps if you go all the way parallel with a weight that's like five forty five. You mm-hmm. know where you can do maybe uh, half the distance and do more reps when you're really just working their your quads anyway. You can yeah, yeah. they mostly want to isolate their hamstrings in other in other ways. They really just want to work on size in their quads and really getting a really good pump on their quads. Then they probably sometimes they don't really squat past parallel, you mm-hmm. know, which yeah. is fine. You know, like I had a guy I used to work with back in, in back uh, when I worked in my old gym. He would squat five or six hundred pounds, but he would uh, he would uh, it would be like halfway. It would be like right at parallel. Mm-hmm. You know, with his knee, his his hip, his hip wouldn't go below his knees. It would go right at right at his knees. Yeah. People watching that would be amazed to watch it, but some people go, "Oh, that's not low enough." But it's like it's really okay, like really fine. Like right. if this is what caused him to win his show, he's getting ready for a bodybuilding show. This is what's going to cause him to win. Then who cares? You know, like that. Yeah, and he wasn't like hurting himself. <coughs> wasn't hurting himself. Right? Exactly. Wasn't hurting himself. Yeah, I mean, granted, he had a belt on. He had like he had knee wraps on too. Yeah, yeah. You know, but 
That's fine. That's that's their way of doing that. They want to get the most amount of like reps in for with the most amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Um, doing it one hundred percent right for them doesn't really benefit them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna do it for function or, or competition, where you have to do it for a certain uh, distance down. As far as like depth goes, um, then then that makes sense to go below parallel. But you just want straight hypertrophy and um, strictly blood flow to the to the muscles. Then how he's doing it as far as like you know right to parallel, that's fine. Now, what are your thoughts on like uh, I used to hear this a lot. Like some athletes, they squat like quarter squats or you know it's funny. You funny you ask that. Someone <laughs> asked me that all squat, time. They squat like fifty percent halfway through and like just parallel. And like they feel like that's all they need because they stand in that position. Yeah. Like let's say a baseball player, for example, a hockey player. They feel like they never go down to the floor, so they don't feel like they don't need a squat below parallel. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, another kid, um, he asked me that, and uh, he said he was like, "Do you think it's okay if I squat a quarter because I'm an athlete and that's f- and you know and." and because that's all, all they do all day long anyway. Yeah. I feel like... Like, have you seen that video of LeBron James squatting? No, I never saw it before. I would like to see it after this was over. Yeah, his I'll, form like his form is not 100%. Like, uh-huh. you see him have a pelvic shift and everything. Yeah. And, like, he was not going down all the way. Like, he's probably going, like, maybe just that parallel. Mm-hmm. And people were, like, giving him shit because, like, he's like, oh, yeah, look at... Don't be LeBron's trainer <laughs> and make a LeBron squat like that. Like, I so, feel like as him, if you, you're freaking like what six feet uh something, six nine, six, six nine, yeah. like a six nine guy, you want him to squat like a powerlifter going all the way yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. to the floor. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. it's different for for that type of athlete. So from that as- aspect, yes, that makes sense. Also, don't have them squat. Don't have them squat like that to parallel like for example like if they're gonna have this arch in their back and they'll have the butt wink or whatever it is and they're athletes you don't really don't need them to go below parallel just have them do a box squat I don't really like the aspect of doing doing something like just having this really not I say maybe not even intense load maybe just a load in general but stopping it right then and there and then having to come up just have them do a box squat right where you they right where they are most comfortable with as far as like during game situations yeah. and then box squat and explode up you can do that with bands change you can do that with so many different variations of right, with, right. with a safety bar right, right. they really never really have to barbell squat with the, with the hands behind the back anyway they really just use the safety bar all the time they really want to you can right because their hands are always going to be in front of you exactly. when you're playing your sport they never right? really you have never got to yeah. have your hands up to the side you never have to have your hands yeah. up to the side behind you like yeah. most athletes you really don't have to, you really don't have to have them barbell squat. It's nice to do it here and there, yeah. Just to change the variation, or whatever, to target different muscle groups or whatever, or stabilizers. But right. for the most part, like safety bar squatting for them with a box, with a, sitting on a box, or with chains, or with uh, or with bands, it's fine for them. Yeah, I feel like um, for athletes, you don't have to do heavy, heavy barbell back squats. Like if they're gonna do heavy back squats, it should be with the box where they explode out of the hole. Exactly, exactly. Or they could just do like lighter weight. On yeah. the back squat and work on speed, yeah, or some some other type of variation. Yeah. Doesn't have to be like a lifting like a powerlifter. Yeah, most basketball players, I feel like, they're better off working speed yeah. and power. Yeah, because they don't really, they don't have to like come in contact with anybody that forces you to use your hips to get them off you. 
It's more of like uh, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they do get in contact with, with players, but it's not as intense as like football, you know. Yeah. Like they when they get in contact with someone, they're in midair. There's nothing really they can do about it with someone if someone comes at them in midair. You know what I mean? So if yeah, it's, yeah, no yeah. matter how really big you are, yeah, and no matter how small a person is, if you're in midair and they come at you full speed, there's nothing really you can do. So yeah, yeah. they don't really come in contact with anybody as far as like them pushing anybody over. Yeah, yeah. So their explosive power comes from a rebound or like. Or like mainly Remo or trying to block a shot. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of explosive power makes sense. Um, like a like for a box squad, for like for mainly for speed for speed reasons. I feel like that makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they don't really need to go really really intense unless they're like somebody who's like a hard gainer who they're like a hundred and they're like right, hundred and right. sixty pounds. And right. 60. If they just got into NBA, for example, they'd have to build some size on them yeah then they're really skinny then of yeah. course then they should i think should be going heavy and yeah. strength training exactly trying to build a little bit more muscle um as far as football players go you do need to work some some high intensity some point in time because you do you know have to deal with a heavy load in front of you often so you do you do want to uh, like kind of load them you know barbell squats or front squats mm-hmm. um uh intensely um at some point in time in their training just to have them uh be able to just have that strength in their hips. So you think it's okay for athlete not to squat parallel? Uh, or below let's put it this way. Below parallel. Let's put it this way. I think if they're starting off, if they're starting off, it's they, fine. They, no, no. So you think if they? Uh, well, my take is on is like if they're starting off, I think they should learn how to squat mm-hmm. below parallel, and then eventually once they know how to do that, then you could get into some variation of only doing. True. Parallel squats or squats above the knees where you're exploding off. Because if they're always doing like quarter squats and they're just like just trying to load as heavy as they can and just do quarter squats, yeah. they're, they're not really building anything in terms of like. Not really, no, not really, you know, really. It's building their hips. You, might it, have, you really just yeah. might have to have them deadlift. Or yeah, like yeah, do exactly. Like a rack like, pull. You, know? you might have them do a yeah. rack pull or a trap bar deadlift. But you're really. not using any of your knees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you really, if, if you really think about how far they go down you really just might as well have them do a trap bar deadlift yeah you know exactly. there's no real reason to have them do a bar on, a bar on their back yeah I feel like I feel like if you're gonna learn how to squat learn how to squat the right way if you're gonna have someone squat barbell squat learn how to squat the right way first mm-hmm. once they know how to squat then you go into um, the box squat whatever is specific towards their sport mm-hmm. um, it just if you think about it it wouldn't hurt them if they did though like it doesn't hurt you anymore if you're able to go below parallel. If you're a football, if you actually watch like Saquon Barkley, right. Saquon Barkley do a squat. He squatted I don't know six hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like what five eleven. Right. He squatted way below parallel and came right up. Yeah. But he's probably one of the best athletes on the. On, well, he was one. He was the best athlete on his team. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt you to be able to, to be able to do that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I feel like if you could do heavier weight at a quarter squat, not quarter squat, but like a, you know. Parallel squats. Yeah. Um, if you could do heavier weight, then do that sometimes. But also work in some, some deeper squats with yeah. lighter weight. Yeah. yeah. So when I when I was growing up, a guy a guy, a guy named he named, a correct squat. Um. It was so funny, he named the correct way of a squat different than a real than a real squat. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. So like the correct way of the squat had its own name, had its own different variation uh-huh. of what the way he squatted. Right, right. You know. Okay. So the way he squatted was like we we're talking about like a quarter squat, or like a halfway squat. Yeah, yeah. The way he, he the other variation of squats we did when I would have did one day, 
he called it something different like just a variation of a squat and i was mm-hmm. like and then as i got older i realized like that's it's the opposite it's the other way around mm-hmm. like he was he called it bucket squats like you squat into a bucket yeah yeah yeah. let's do bucket squats but in reality like, this is the really the really way you're supposed to squat anyway yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. if you with some control and with some kind of stability there like this is the right way but when um when we when when he squatted normally he would only squat with the uh like quarter of the way down you know yeah okay and it was just like it was interesting to me just just thinking about it like as i got older i'm like wow that really it's really the flip side mm-hmm. you know it's just interesting to see how people whether how however they learn you know mm-hmm. if you take athletes from all different sports and watch their te- technique on a, on a power clean it look a little different every single all the way across the board yeah yeah from olympic lifting to crossfit to football to basketball all of them look different yeah all right, well, we'll conclude the podcast right there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, hope you guys learned something in terms of form and technique and something you could take um, in consideration when you progress yourself in, in the gym or when you're trying to see if you should move up and wait. Just make sure your form and technique is in like a one out of 10 before you move up. Exactly. Uh, make sure it's, you know, it's, it's above average, right? And you're not hurting yourself. That's the main thing. Um, as long as you're not injuring yourself, uh, feel free to... You know, challenge yourself and heavier weight and uh, heavier load, or even changing up the exercise. But don't go too crazy, right? Just always stick to the basics, is what we recommend. Sure. Um, so, if you guys have any questions, just send us a message on the rushhour.fitness underscore podcast uh, Instagram page, or you can leave a comment. And uh, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.